Welcome to episode 83 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. And tonight, we are going to get all into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, as well as a little catch-up on What If. We're going to talk about Star Wars Visions. We're going to talk about The Foundation. We're going to talk about Many Sons of Newark. We're going to talk about Dude Coming Soon and Halloween Kills. So let's not waste time. Onward and upward. Take every jump. My man. How you doing? I don't know. I'm good, man. You sounded uh, very hyped. Very hyped to talk very about hyped. some stuff. Did I, with, with my hype on? You got your hype on. I got my hype on. It's episode 83. 83 reminds me of 1983, which was such a year, wasn't it? 83. Nice. Let me look up 1983 top films. I bet you there are some bangers from There's that definitely year. something from John Hughes up in there. Come on. Definitely found something from John Hughes. Uh, my, my, my keyboard just went dead. <laughs> I'm having technical problems already. 1983 top films. What do we got? What What's on this list? Oh, The Outsiders. Ah. Come on. Like greatest cast of all time or what? Vacation. Uh, come on. Scarface. <laughs> uh, Octopussy. Never say never. What? what? Natural there two? man. Yeah. Uh, Krull. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> Strange Brew came out that year. Monty Python, The Meaning of Life, is like one of my all-time faves. Trading Places. Oh, Risky Business. There, we forgot about the most important movie to come out that year, actually. What's that? Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Matthew Broderick's War Games. Oh my God, Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Sleepaway Camp. I'm a fan. Oh, of Superman Three! Are you kidding me? What oh, a great man. year 1983 was. That's the one with Richard Pryor, right? Yes, a great, underrated, amazing film. <laughs> a car car crash of a film. If you were already like a, a fan of that series, mm. I just felt like even though you knew it was a shitty movie, it was just so fun because it was just so like, it was fun. It mm. was fun. Richard Richard Pryor was a lot of fun. Um, he was and, totally uh, written into that after the fact. Did you know that? <laughs> they only no, wrote him I, in because of his popularity at the time. Fa- yeah. Fantastic idea, in my opinion. It worked. <laughs> Valley Girl, uh, Flashdance came out that year. Okay. Superman. Well, 1983 top songs. What? Totally well, clips of the what heart. A, what a Bonnie, feeling. Bonnie Tyler. Come what on. a feeling would have been there. Right? Since... Um, Maniac, basically the whole Flashdance dance. Yeah, Maniac, Maniac is there. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Roboto sticks. Don't Mr. Roboto. Don't. David Bowie, China Girl. Uh, say, say, say. Karma, uh, Karma Chameleon. Sound old. Sweet Dreams, dude. Sweet Dreams. That's still a banger. Uh, Uptown Girl. Uh, uh. 
that Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson, say, say, say that thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, man, was I into that? Was I into Michael Great. Jackson? Photograph in that year, dude, came man. out that year. Def Leppard, fucking Red Red Wine. Let me tell you, Red my, Red Wine my, is like a staple as a DJ. Let me tell you. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Def Leppard. Uh, I hated, but really? the guys that. The guys I played with D and D with love them, so mm. I was forced against my will to listen to like every Def Leppard album. Same with Iron Maiden. I, I have like every Def Leppard and Iron Maiden song memorized, and I like have the album art memorized. Well, you know what? <laughs> um, Run to like the hills. My will and D and D go my mind hand was in like, hand. Yeah, you're right. I, totally I, I, and I appreciate it now. Like yeah. I. I enjoy it now. I'm kind of grateful to those guys for for forcing that on me now. But yeah. not so much the Def Leppard, but the Iron Maiden definitely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Um, anyway, there you go. A nice little trip to 1983, <laughs> and of course, 99 Luftballons. Uh, New Year's Day, you too, man. Come on, King of Pain, the Police. Come on, man. You got man. We sound old. Come on, okay. feel the noise by Quiet Right. <laughs> yes. Good shit. 83. 83 was deep in the pocket of good shit. That's, a, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all you need to say. I don't even know. I, I sound like an idiot. Sorry. Um, so, uh, a lot is going on, Kev. Like, we are in the season now where everything is coming out, it feels like, doesn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, there's yeah. just so much content. I know that you have, you're not keeping up with no, all the stuff I'm... that I'm. Yeah, I'm even horrible. on, and and I feel like I'm not keeping up with everything that's mm. that's coming out right now. Um, but um, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, yeah, we do. We we have both seen Venom: Let There Be Carnage, yes, we and did. so we're going to give a full review of that movie. Yep. Everything else on our list of what we're talking about, either you've seen it or I've seen. It. Well, we I saw What If, which you've already reviewed. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, I mean, free guy, sorry. Free guy, free guy. I was going to say, what if I, I'm not fully, what if you're not caught up on, but I have to talk about because it's gotten so crazy and so good. And we're back to the, the finale is the next episode. Mm. Um, uh, star Wars visions. Another thing that I I've seen that you haven't, that I really want to talk about foundation. I think same boat. Um, but you've seen many sons of Newark and I haven't. So, That's a that's a that's quite a list. Um, uh, was there any news for the week? First of all, before we get into all that, um, first of all, uh, uh, Carnage is doing really good at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's great news. Um, uh, Shang Chi just this past week uh, became the first movie post COVID to pass two hundred million dollars at the box office. Right. So uh, I'm sure Marvel is very happy about that. Uh, you know, it's definitely not one of their biggest grossing films, but given the times, um, it is a big grossing film. So, mm-hmm. um, with adjusted expectations, um, you know, big success story for Shang-Chi. And it looks like uh, Carnage is going to be in the same uh, 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 same kind of category. Uh, successful at the box office. Mm. Um, was there any other news? Mm-hmm. Uh, news? Jeez. Uh, uh, nothing that I can think of. I'm just browsing through mm-hmm. Collider right now, actually, because they usually have like the newest stories on their website. But mm-hmm. no, not I'm not seeing really anything. I can't think of anything uh, 
like any new there wasn't there wasn't any really like new trailers other than the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Rocky Four Director's Cut, <laughs> which is coming out. Ooh. Yeah, like next month. Um so obviously Stallone uh I guess he didn't release the version of the film he wanted because he's uh he's adding a bunch of footage, so Mm. Um, that would be interesting to check out. Um, there's a lot of hype around this uh, Squid. Um, was it? Oh yeah, Squid, Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid whatever? Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, haven't watched stop. it yet. Me neither. Um, when I did watch the trailer, it definitely reminded me a lot of uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, which is one of my favorite like uh, films. It's one. Oh, it's up there, anyways. Yeah, and, it does. Definitely looks very, very Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. So I'm, supposedly, I'm supposedly it's so popular it's about to become the most watched show on Netflix yeah, in, in Netflix is. history. I think it already wow. is. Yeah, which is well, crazy. That's, that's, that that's huge. Yeah. I guess we got to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about Squid Game. Yeah. It's the new hot thing. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to watch it just because the trailer kind of intrigued me. But uh, yeah, I haven't gotten around to it personally. <clears throat> so. But yeah, I'm sure. Uh... Well, you just reminded me. There's a a lot of rumors going around that DC Fandom is coming up actually very mm-hmm. soon. Um, what is the actual date of that? October sixteenth. Okay. So uh, that's twelve days away. Um, and I, I think it was it was pretty awesome the way they did it uh, last year. And I think it's uh, it's going to be cool again to see what they're announcing this year. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot a lot of I. I humble hoping we get some new films announced. It's been a long time since we had like new big DC films announced. I'm hoping we're going to get a an official Superman announcement. Mm. But one thing, one thing that is strongly rumored to be in the pipeline to be announced at DC Fandom is the air cut of Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, okay. I think they're going to say a Batman trailer because I'm sure that's probably. Uh, there probably will be another Batman trailer. Mm-hmm. I think that was the big deal last year. Um, and it's been a while since we've seen any new footage from that film. So mm. that's likely, that's likely for sure. Um, whether or not we're going to get this A or cut of, of Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, the other thing we might get is, sorry, um, the Flash movie. Um, what's it called again? Flashpoint? Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be called Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. So we might get, we might get a little, uh, a little teaser. A trailer that. from that. Mm-hmm. Apparently filming, apparently filming is complete for that film. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of very cool rumors about what we're going to see in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of really cool confirmed stuff, uh, from Michael Keaton and, uh, Ben Affleck. Um, and, and there are rumors that Henry Cavill is also in this. Mm. Um, there are, I don't know if it's confirmed that Jason Momoa is in it or not. Mm. Uh, but there are also rumors that Gal Gadot's going to be in it too, which would be awesome if we had the entire Justice League in this uh, Flashpoint film. But supposedly that's the scale of it. It's a it's a it's a huge scale film, um, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was. Mm. Um, the director of this Flash movie is a fan of the Snyder cut of justice league okay. he uh intentionally included the iris from Zack snyder's justice league the one that joss whedon cut out of his movie mm-hmm. um which you know Zack snyder fans are taking as direct confirmation that uh the snyder cut is canon mm-hmm. in dc go- is dc in dc going forward um 
which I think is fine. It, I don't need it explained to me that clearly. I, I think it's awesome that they're using her. She's she was great in that mm-hmm. film. Uh, and the Snyder Cut is a very superior cut of Justice League to the Whedon Cut by far. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, hopefully we'll see the air cut of Suicide Squad, even though I I really don't care about Suicide Squad that much. <laughs> um, I do want to see if it's better. I do feel like the, mo- the Suicide Squad we got could have been a better movie if it was allowed to take itself more seriously and not be forced to be funny. I think that's what they did in the editing and the chopping. Um, I, I think his cut is probably darker and more serious and I would like that better. And I, I want to see that. I don't mm-hmm. see why they, I don't see why they wouldn't just, you know, a director's cut of a film is not a, a new idea. It's something that you do for a lot of successful films. And that film made money at the box office. Yeah. It, you know, it didn't get critical, uh, a strong critical reaction, but, uh, it made money. So there's, there's reason to do it. So why not? Anyway, most definitely. Now that DC is under new ownership, uh, the, that division of Warner was bought by Discovery. Mm. I think th- I think it is. Um, okay. And uh, the ownership at the company that bought them has said publicly that their plan on how to run the DC brand is to just make the fans happy, mm. just give the fans what they want. They said so. Um, <clears throat> I have a feeling. Uh, Restore the Snyderverse fans are are probably going to be pleased with what with, with some of the announcements that, that are coming out of DC fandom. But we'll see. We'll talk about it after it happens. Right. <clears throat> Moving on, let's get on to our list of topics. What should right. we get to first? Um, well, uh, I, I saw Free Guy the other day, and yeah, uh, yeah you know, you reviewed it, um, and uh, you really liked it, and uh, yeah. I uh, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. it, I, di- I didn't think it was the most original concept for a film. I f- it's like a lot of it conceptually felt very familiar, okay. but I really loved uh, everybody in this movie mm-hmm. and in, in their roles. And uh, uh, I love the writing, the directing. I thought it was Taika Waititi was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Reynolds had a lot of great jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a surprise cameo in it by somebody else famous who I wasn't expecting. And I, I had a loud laugh at that moment. Right. Um, it was very nerdy. I don't even want to spoil it because it's funny. It's only funny if it's a surprise, I think. But um, um, yeah, uh, you know, free guy. Now that it's free on Disney Plus to watch, which is amazing because, um, like, it had a long theatrical window. It was only in theaters exclusively mm. for I don't know, like five or six weeks. And it was still in the top five in theaters when it went free on Disney Plus. So when okay. it showed up there, uh, viewers were really happy. Uh, I was really, I was surprised. I didn't know it was going to be there. And then boom, there it was free. <clears throat> um, and I really liked it. So uh, g- good job, Disney, uh, with Free Guy. Good job, Ryan Reynolds, with another successful franchise. I'm sure we're going to see a sequel to this. Yeah, sure. And uh, and I'll check that out. Um it's uh, funny and fun, um, and it's you know it's light, not serious. No, fair. It's like it's live action Wreck It Ralph, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's quality stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so if I'm reviewing it out of ten, I I give Free Guy probably an eight. Yeah. I, I think I, yeah, I'd I'd recommend it that strong. I think. All right. 
So um, when when I did talk about it, um, I was talking uh, without spoiling it, but I feel mm-hmm. like since it's on Disney Plus, sure, we can spoil the shit out of it. Now. Yeah. So except I I didn't spoil that one joke. Yeah, fair enough. That secret. Yeah, okay. let 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 that one slide. Um, okay. Now there was a part that. I was talking about, and I was like, kind of talking uh, around it, <laughs> and that's the part when he's fighting, dude. And uh, oh yeah, did you uh, did you like what they threw in to that fight from the Marvel oh. universe and yeah, from yeah, 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 the Star Wars universe? Yeah, yeah. It was the only moment they yeah. they did that. They did like cross branding jokes, yep. um, which I was grateful for. I thought if the movie mm. was full of that, it would have been too well, much like was, Wreck-It Ralph. You know what? But... There was there was a lot of like little like hidden things in there. Uh, for example, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but remember the tank from uh, from Halo? I can't remember what it's called. Oh yeah, the tank. Yeah, right? the tank from the Halo. Spartan the Spartan tank. Yeah. that yeah. was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was like little things sprinkled in the background, yeah. which uh, I really sure. appreciated. Um, sure. A lot of uh, very a lot of visual jokes yeah, about like, about what it's like to live in a video game world, or just playing video games in general. Yeah, um, there were all kinds of NPCs glitching in the background, yes. you know, in in every part of the thing because yeah, yeah. that's just what it that's what it's that's, like to be in an do. MMO. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, but yeah, no, I thought it was uh, it was very it was very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't want to say brilliant, but. It was very witty, like what they yeah. what they did with a lot of the stuff in there. It was, but yeah, no, that uh, as soon as he ignited the lightsaber, I did a little clap. <laughs> 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 so, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was fun. It was definitely a fun movie, and yeah. I'm definitely there with you. Uh, I would probably say an eight, maybe even yeah. an eight point five. I I really I yeah. really liked it. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of very fun movie. Sure, especially if you're a video game player. Um, I think yeah. uh, I think video game players will definitely appreciate the, it's, uh, it's gamer know. culture. It's 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 very soaked in gamer culture. Yeah, for and, sure. And it it is not goofy about it. it. I mean, it is it's silly. It's wacky. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's funny about it. But it's but it gets the cultural stuff pretty right. Yeah. Yeah. Com- compared to most movies that try to do that. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. So. Yeah. It's cool. Yes. Um, yeah, everybody get it. Disney Plus is uh, it, 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 it's it's a hit. It's a, it's a good it's a good move on mm-hmm. their part. Um, mm-hmm. I had to uh, oh, and, and there was there was there was some news actually. I just thought of um, mentioning Disney Plus making a good move. Um, okay. uh, they settled their lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson. Yes, they're paying that's her, right. They're paying her forty million dollars yes. instead of instead of the twenty million that mm-hmm. she asked for. They basically told her to go f herself yeah. and uh, said they were going to fight it, and then realized how fucked they were, and now they're paying her forty million. Um, yeah, which and, is and which good is funny and good. Shame, shame on them. Yeah. Shame on them. Yeah. like fuck. Anyway, yeah, no. So um, they had a contract and they they broke it, so they should. And pay. then they and then they shit talked her publicly yeah. after, like, like man, yeah. like come on, come on, Disney. Anyway. Yeah. That, uh, that woman makes uh, makes you guys bank. Um, she may not not have made a lot of bank for um, that Black Widow movie, but um, of course that's because I believe they released it on Disney Plus. Same yes, movie. if it was an exclusive release, it yeah, probably would have made more money done, for sure. Done better, but yeah, might have had a might have had a huge week two drop off. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, who knows? We'll yeah. never know because yeah. they didn't try. No. 
Um, they didn't have faith in the in the product. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weak. It's weak. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Boom! God! <laughs> I think that was Free Guy. I don't know what we were booming down. Anyway. I was boom gunning's Free Guy because... Uh, and Disney Plus. Fuck Disney Plus. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I was boom dunning that because uh, we didn't boom down it. We started talking about Black Widow. So on Apple TV, if you're an Apple TV subscriber, you can now watch the first three episodes of Foundation, which is the new television adaptation of the classic Isaac Asimov series of novels, uh, Foundation. Um, And uh, I have been highly anticipating this series. The trailers, the promo uh, material that we saw for them, looked so visually stunning and so reminiscent of Dune and other things that I loved. And um, it really looked like they had nailed the character of Harry Seldon, which is is very important for the Foundation series. If you've read the books, um, character of Harry Seldon is, of course, the the main kind of character. It's kind of it's kind of a uniquely told story that there's no real main character through the whole thing, but Harry Seldon is the most important character throughout the whole thing mm. and kind of the main character in the beginning anyway. Um, sorry, I'm going to pull up IMDb. Harry Seldon is played by Jared Harris and, uh, he's perfect. Um, mm. <clears throat> and the show is yes, visually stunning it's amazing uh visually um and it does borrow from dune david lynch's dune heavily with its visual cues Mm. but it all it also has stuff that is like straight out of star wars like uh in the very beginning there is a land speeder the main character is driving a land speeder Mm. like through through a future land uh like landscape and and Besides the fact that it immediately looks a lot like Star Wars, my next thought was, hmm, I th- kind of think this looks a little better than The Mandalorian and the land speeders I've seen driving across future landscapes in that show. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, comparison, it's apples and oranges, but uh, that was just my thought that that I really love the the the. Uh, I don't know if it's the color palette. I don't know if it's if it's if it's lighting. Uh, just something about this feels um, just big and cinematic. Uh, it is a big budget uh, science fiction show, um, and it's it's beautiful. Um, uh, fans of the books are were worried about how you're going to convert, how you're going to make a TV show out of this because these books, um, like I said, they're not told like narratively traditionally they jump all over in time like across thousands of years um and and it's really science like it's hardcore science fiction it's not science fantasy like like star wars mm. or uh, there's no magic that i can think of in the foundation the magic in the foundation is math like harry selden is a mathematician and he invents a branch of mathematics called psychohistory that can predict the future of civilizations based on data points taken from the past of civilizations. Mm. And, and that's like the main crux of this whole, 
of this whole story is psychohistory and what it means for the Galactic Empire. Um, and uh, it, in this TV show, uh, they do take great liberties and they, they write in all kinds of new characters and new storylines to kind of make it a traditional like story. Okay. Um, and to, but to try to flesh it out, I feel it's extra stuff more than stuff that is changed. Like episode one of the TV show is almost the book. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very close to the book, but then episode two of the TV show, it goes into the, um, the, the emperor and, um, his whole deal where he, uh, there's actually three clones of the same emperor and there's a little boy one and there's a, and there's a young man one. And then there's an old man one and they, the three of them together are all the emperor and they, they have like a rich history. And this is all stuff that's not in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's all new stuff. So as a book fan, um, you're constantly on the edge of your seat waiting for this to go wrong. Like we're waiting for this to start really sucking. Um, but, um, it, I, I'm happy to say for me, it, it hasn't yet. The new characters and new stuff is, is, is okay so far. It's pretty good. It's, it hasn't, hasn't done anything terribly stupid yet. Um, and the storytelling, what I like about it and, and what I was hoping to see in this was that, um, like like what they're trying to do here is make a science fiction Game of Thrones okay. here. And I really feel like they're kind of getting it right in that the storytelling takes its time. Uh, it, the It's kind of slowly paced. It's mm-hmm. kind of long and drawn out. Um, and, and there's not a lot of exposition. There's not a lot of... Uh, characters explaining to you exactly what's going on. They'll discuss a concept like psychohistory. They'll mention it for a little bit and then they'll stop talking about it. They'll come back to it. And then other characters will discuss psychohistory a little bit in a different context. And they will intelligently explain these concepts to you instead of just like, you know, having a character like basically turn to the camera and say, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's more of a, it's more of an intelligent, I think. And, and, and 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 kind of slow and long form kind of storytelling that kind of reminds me of the pace of season one of Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, as far as the dialogue goes, as far as the pacing goes, um, what else can I say about it? Um, uh, uh, well, it definitely some, sounds like you're digging it. <laughs> I I am digging it. I am and, I am. And you said ahead. it's only three episodes out right now. Only three episodes uh, deep. Um, one episode a, a week is dropping on on Apple TV. Oh, okay, that's um, okay. Yeah, so there was two weeks. There was two episodes uh, dropped the first week, and then this week one episode. Um, and uh, it's cool, man. Um, it's cool to have another awesome, like hardcore science fiction show. Like that's what I always say about uh, Raised by Wolves, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, that um, it's an HBO Max show, I think. Um, show that I watched that is just like so weird and out there and strange and sci-fi. Um, this show is awesome in different ways. Um, but it's kind of that same thing. It's like, it's, it's legit hardcore sci-fi. Like it's about math. It's about like, that's the magic. There's no magic <laughs> like in science. Um, and that's, that's just fantastic. Um, but, but for that reason, I, I, I'm afraid it's going to fail. Honestly, I think 
maybe it's a little too slow and maybe it's a little too smart mm -hmm. for the mainstream audience to pick up on it. But I do think it will have a cult following um, like most good science fiction shows end up having. Um, it's at, it also reminds me of The Expanse. I think if you like The Expanse, you'll probably like this. Uh, the storytelling uh, kind of reminds me of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, what else do I want to say about it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, fans of Star Wars, fans of Dune, fans of uh, Blade Runner, I think. Um, I, I think you'll dig this. Um, check it out. Mm. Uh, I highly recommend it. Mm. Uh, and I, I will update on if it turns to shit as time goes on. Excellent. Foundation. <laughs> Gotta love some. Oh, yeah. God! <laughs> What's that? You gotta love Isaac Asimov. If you, whenever you can get it, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grab it. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. Right. What else should we talk about? You went and saw Many Sons of Newark. I have uh, not seen this yet. I was kind of a Sopranos fan. I was kind of a moderate Sopranos fan. So I have been looking forward to Many Sons of Newark. I am going to see it. I haven't mm -hmm. yet, but you have. What's so, up? Okay, so I went into it. As someone who's never watched a Soprano, I think I've watched like maybe like a episode here and there, but I never okay. follow the Sopranos by any means. Okay. So okay. Um, I don't know much about the Sopranos. Okay. But uh, so then that that tells me that your take will just be based purely on whether or not this is a good like yeah. gangster movie. Yeah. No. So, okay. Um, yeah, so I just went into it because it's, it's a gangster movie. I, I enjoy, I enjoy like, you know, gangster movies, um, like Goodfellas and, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. So of course, um, the expectation of the movie obviously wasn't as high for me because I've never watched really The Sopranos. Right. But, uh, as a movie itself, um, there was a lot of like stuff that obviously was geared towards the Soprano fan. So I obviously missed a lot of those references. All right. But as, as a start, as far as like a did, film did the goes, audience clap, did the audience clap when they showed a character on the screen? Like, like, Oh, there's probably walnuts. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, what was I gonna say? Um, so as far as like mob movies go, uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't right. anything over the top, exceptional by any means. Right. Uh, right. I don't see it getting any Oscar nods or anything like that. Okay. Um, but but I was entertained. Um, I was entertained throughout the movie. Obviously, there were some parts some slow parts of the film, but, uh, overall I thought it was okay. Um, it was actually, I would put it above. Okay. So, um, if I was going to give a numeric rating and again, this is me just watching a gangster movie. This isn't me watching six seasons of the Sopranos and then going to watch a movie based on these characters. Um, I thought what's his face's son. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, sorry, I just want to pull up, pull him up. Um, the guy that died that played Tony Soprano. Um, 
sorry. What's Ga- James Gandolfini. Yeah, James Gandolfini's son. Um, if I can find his name, I think it's like Frank or something like that. Uh, so there was two. Yeah, Michael. Uh, there was two very versions of uh tony soprano in the movie um he was played by two different actors there was a really young version of him and then it flashes forward and it's like a teenage version um yeah ray Liotta was really good in this movie too um yeah he was in that and so was uh john barithel um the punisher for many people that's what they recognize him from but yeah no um like i said i would probably give the movie a six um, okay. just based on the fact that I didn't watch the Sopranos, maybe it would be a little bit higher. Maybe I would have got more if I seen the Sopranos, but, um, as far as like a gangster movie goes, I would put it just above average. And I would say a six. It's no, it's no, um, it's no good fellas. <laughs> it's uh, no right casino. Then. Like, <laughs> all right then. Right? Yeah, so. you're not the first person I've heard say that it's not the greatest. Um, mm. So, um, but I will, I will check it out. I'll see if it holds my interest. Yeah, like I said, I thought it was okay, but it's no, it's no um, good for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Many Sons of Newark, six out of ten. That's that's pretty much as low as you ever give anything. So that's, um, that's a bad that's a bad review for you. No, nah, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was. Like I said, I wouldn't say it was. It was I know, for you, for you, you never give anything a bad review. Is what I'm saying. That, um, like a bad, like a bad bad review. I don't know. What did I give? Lower than five. There must be I don't something know. I'm giving. I can't think five. of anything. Yeah, I usually yeah. Yeah, right. It's got to be really shit for me to fucking give it. Boom, away. done, many sons of doers. Let's <laughs> go. Right. Boom, done! <laughs> what should we talk about next? You know what? Let's put a pin in Star Wars Visions because I actually right. want to have a conversation with you about that. So Unfortunately, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna, I haven't watched it, but let's go. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put pressure on you to watch it. They're, they're short, There's no right? Pressure. They're like, There's no pressure. I want to like, watch like it. 20 minutes, they're like 20 minutes it. a piece. Yeah. And some of, them, some of them you will love. And, yeah. and this is what I will say. I'll just give a... Briefly, what I'll say about Star Wars Visions is mm-hmm. I highly recommend everybody check it out. Um, I, it's like, I don't know how many episodes it is, like like 12 or 13. Um, is it that many? I thought it was only like six. No, it's it's way more than that. Oh, yeah, um, okay. All right. But um, uh, like uh, some of them are good and then some of them are not good. And yeah, we, okay. might disagree, we might disagree about, you know, which ones are good and which ones are not. But sure. um, uh, the first one is dope uh, okay. and uh i think i think you'll totally agree with that and then and then there's probably i think out of the i think there's about 12 and i think i liked about six or seven of them mm. and then a couple of them are just like what the fuck and then uh well, but you know it's like it's like japanese culture comes in though I'm yeah, sure, yeah 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 right? uh, some some of it sure uh and then some of it is just like uh these people like probably didn't really watch star wars and like they, they like watched one movie uh, because they thought they had to do something for star wars but they didn't know anything about it before that right. um that's what i felt like in a, in like one of the episodes at least but there's a lot to talk about like i said so i want you to see it and then, then i want to give it like a, a decent conversation okay uh, so let's put a pin in star wars visions for now for sure um but and those of you at home if you haven't watched it that's your homework too let's all watch it uh, and, uh, and and so we can have a good conversation about it. But I, um, I definitely do want to watch it. I just haven't. 
The uh, other thing you need to get ca- get caught up on, and I do need to talk yes. about a little bit, what if, what is if. is Marvel What If? Because yes. um, the last two episodes have been fantastic. Right. Um, uh, and, well, uh, the last one more so than 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 the the one before it. But the one um, before it was the, was the Party Thor one. It was. Uh, I heard about it. That was one. That the What If the, was. Hmm? No, I was going to say the that what one if, is like a. Either you love it or you hate it, is what I'm getting yeah. from that episode. Well, yeah. Um, I, I feel like what I've if heard. you hate if you hated this, then you probably hated that T'Challa one where where you where you had the the party the party. Uh, uh, sorry, Thanos? Uh, Thanos. Yeah. If you hated if you hated Party Thor, you better have hated Party Thanos. That's all I'm saying because. Right. Party Thor wasn't nearly as dumb as that. It was it was close. It was in the vicinity, but uh, at least Party Thor had like a reasoning behind it, right? It mm-hmm. was like the the what if was what if um, what if Odin never never adopted Loki, right? What if what if he gave baby Loki back to the Frost Giants and Loki grew up as the prince of the Frost Giants instead of instead of uh, Thor's brother? Um, and then so Thor grows up as an asshole and, uh, and you can totally picture, he's not, he's not like so much of an asshole that you can't picture the Thor that we knew kind of sliding into this character a Mm -hmm. little bit, but they kind of redo the relationship with Jane through the movie. Um, and it, it, it's kind of almost the same, Mm. I want to (laughs) say, um, but Party Thor is fun, you know. The premise is he shows up with all of his friends, and they're just on Earth to party while Odin is in the Odin sleep, not watching, and while his mother's away and not watching. Um, and but the partying is is so raucous, and they're all so powerful that it's actually causing damage to planet Earth. And so uh, the heroes of Earth start assembling to try to stop Thor and his friends from partying on planet Earth. Is the plot of the episode, which yeah. is which is totally goofy, right? Yeah. But it's got every character from every cosmic movie in it, right? So it's got every character from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. It's got every it's got every character from Thor Ragnarok. It's got <clears throat> every cosmic character in it, basically. So mm-hmm. there's a ama- there's amazing things like the Grand Master is DJing the party, wow. and it's it's actually Jeff Goldblum. That's, That's the other thing. Is that all the actors came back, except for Batista because he wasn't invited, even though his character's in this. Um, but like, like everybody else is playing themselves uh, mm. in this, um, and it's it's pretty fun. Um, and you don't think it's an important thing. It ends with a happy ending. It's got a goofy, funny ending, um, and it ends happy. But then at the very end. Um, uh, the villain of this whole series shows up and it's, uh, you know, spoiler alert, first of all, uh, <laughs> it's um, Infinity Ultron. Okay. And you haven't seen this yet, so let me explain. Mm. Uh, what what you see visually is you see a bunch of uh, Ultron's drone robots, like an army of them appear, and then you see behind them it looks like Ultron, but then his face mask opens up and then it looks like vision. <clears throat> and he's got the mind stone on his forehead and he's got the other five infinity stones on the chest of his armor. Hmm. 
So we're like, holy shit, what's going on here? And then the watcher up in the sky is like, holy shit, what's going on here? Like, he's surprised. Like, he doesn't understand where this guy come from, who this guy is. Hmm. Then we get into um, last week's episode. Okay. Which which was, what if, in the, in the events of Age of Ultron, uh, Ultron's original plan was, like, Ultron made Vision's body, right? Like, Vision's body was the body that Ultron made for himself, because in order to transform, into, to transcend into his final form, he was going to copy his consciousness into this um, partly human, partly robot body. Um, but t- in the movie, Tony Stark ended up stealing the birthing chamber and using Jarvis's AI to put into the Ultron body and making vision instead. Right. Mm. So in this, what if Ultron beats Tony Stark and he makes his own body. So the vision body is actually Ultron. It's, it's, it's Ultron's final form. And, um, Ultron defeats the Avengers. Mm. And then, uh, in an awesome, like almost like throwaway moment after defeating the Avengers and conquering the entire earth, um, and like brutally murdering, uh, like, uh, Captain Marvel, (laughs) um, uh, a portal opens up and Thanos walks through it wearing the infinity gauntlet with all the infinity stones, except for the mind stone, obviously. Mm -hmm. Ultron just turns, looks at him, says, hmm, fascinating, and then uses the mind gem to cut Thanos in half. (sighs) Thanos never says a word. It's just dead. And then Ultron takes the Infinity Stones. And then when Ultron takes the Infinity Stones, he becomes aware of the entire multiverse. He becomes aware of the Watcher. Mm. Um, And then he fights him. Okay. So... This is so amazing, Kevin. I don't want to... I feel like I'm spoiling it for you now. Um, It's cool almost on a level of Spider-Man into the Mm Spider-Verse. When when Infinity Ultron is fighting the Watcher, he punches him and he smashes through walls of different universes. And he's... Like, they're fighting through the multiverse. Okay. Um, So, uh, basically, it ends with the watcher realizing he can't beat infinite Ultron. And I don't want to give you, give up the ending. I don't want to tell you the ending. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Cause the ending is huge. Um, but basically what the ending is telling you is that the watcher is going to now assemble the multiverse Avengers hmm. to try to try to stop infinite Ultron. And that's going to be the finale of what if, Okay. It's infinite. It's going to be infinite Ultron versus the multiverse Avengers. And the multiverse Avengers are going to be all of the alternate versions of the Avengers that we have seen through the what if series so far. Mm. So this, so this whole thing is going to come together in one big like end game, like event with an even deadlier uh, villain than Thanos because all, uh, Infinite Ultron is not trying to conquer one universe. Infinite Ultron is trying to conquer the entire multiverse. 
and and seems to have the power to do so. Mm-hmm. So what what if is crazy fucking cool right now and super looking forward to the finale. And I am sorry that I spoiled so much of it for you. It's all good. Um, I but I have spo- I haven't spoiled the <laughs> finale. Right. Um, so get hyped! It's uh, in two days. Mm. It's it's the day after tomorrow. There right. Go. So um, I recommend watching those two episodes and then what and then watching it right away on Wednesday. But right. <clears throat> you do you, brother. Anyway. <laughs> so um, I haven't. I think I haven't even seen the zombies episode yet. So how I'm what three episodes behind, or four? Uh, probably four. Maybe yeah, at least four. Okay. Maybe five. I'm thinking. I don't yeah. know. That may, eh? Okay. Watch the last. Watch the last two. The last two connect. More. I mean, you know, maybe you need to watch them all. Watch them all. Yeah. Um. So there's more homework for you. There you go. Boom. Done. On. Marvel's what if? <laughs> what's left? What's left? What's left? What happened? Uh, Venom and Venom. Venom. Yeah, it's time to said. talk Venom. Let there be carnage. Let there be carnage. Uh, I saw it uh, Friday night uh, in IMAX All right. uh, by myself. All right. I uh, saw it Thursday night. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know what? It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, I wish, I don't remember what I said about the first, um, Venom movie, but. I remember thinking it was okay. Uh, I have, I have a weird relationship with this yeah. franchise personally. I don't know. I didn't really like the, uh, the fight at the end of the first one. I remember right. thinking that was just kind of dumb, but overall I, I liked the the Venom and, um, sorry, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Brock, um, Eddie Brock. I have a, their chemistry. I thought it was great. I have a list of problems with the first one. Um, I, I, I don't like changing the origin story of Venom from him being Spider-Man's, uh, symbiote first. Right. Because, because that was the exact reason Venom looks like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no other explanation for Venom looking like Spider-Man except for that. But now we just have a Venom who randomly looks like Spider-Man instead. Right. Um, I don't, whatever. Um, uh, just the idea of this movie existing. Like, why do we need a Venom movie except for the fact that Sony is setting up the f- like future stuff? So it it feels like a placeholder movie in the first place. And then the uh, the idea of it is that it's like the movie is basically Tom Hardy talking to himself ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time. It's Tom Hardy talking to himself. Um, so. Like he really has to be good and the dialogue has to be really funny or it's just like, it's going to be hard to stay interested. And there are times when I do get bored of it, but, um, they they keep it quick. They keep it quick and tight so that like it, it doesn't get too bad. Did you find it hard to, uh, (coughs) follow the dialogue in some of this? Yes. That's the other thing. Uh, It's it's the classic Tom Hardy Bane, uh, voice thing where, what when when Venom is off screen talking, you know, he's just a voice in Tom Hardy's head, uh, and, and the the voice has like a like an echo sound effect on it. Um, it can be, and he's yelling a lot mm. of the time. It can be hard to make up what he's saying. It sounds like a barking. 
mm-hmm. more than more than a speaking. Um, yeah, I, I, that was one thing about it is that I think I missed maybe half of the dialogue mm-hmm. between there. Tom Hardy and Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, when Venom was talking, I there was a lot of it. Just I don't know if it was the theater I was in or it was just very mumbled and hard to understand. Yes. Right. Same um, as same as Bane. Same yeah, as Bane. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, they actually fixed uh, but, that too. I remember because I remember when uh when they I made saw, it better. Yeah, yeah. When I saw whatever movie it was, and they played like the first like. You know, whatever seven minutes of the film, or whatever it was. Yeah, I remember watching it and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. the whole time. But um, he they actually took the feedback. They and adjusted made it, it, made it better, but it was yeah. still hard to understand in some places yeah. for sure. And then Nolan went and made Tenet, the movie where nobody could understand where what anybody I was saying. Still don't know what the <laughs> fuck that movie was about. Yeah. I watched a I watched a a, a YouTube video explaining tenant and i still don't yeah. know what the fuck that movie is about <laughs> i i feel like when it's being explained to me i get it but then i could not explain it to you yeah. <laughs> so maybe i don't get it yeah. you're right yeah. uh anyway um <laughs> venom uh yeah, yeah. What else? This is pretty much exactly the same movie as the first movie. Mm. Did you did you feel that like it's the same cast of characters, it's the same interactions, and the same scenery, the same locations, um, and the characters end up in kind of the same place. Yeah. Except no, Venom's kind of a fugitive at the end of this, I guess. No, but the only <coughs> difference is instead of fighting on a fucking rocket ship or whatever the fuck it was that they were fighting on in the first film. They yeah. Were, they were fighting in a church. In a church, which right? felt a lot, which, which felt Spider-Man very Sam Raimi. Three, thank you. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Um, it, not the most original uh, movies, these Venom movies. They, 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 they don't mind falling back on like kind of classic corny stock like stock comic book tropes i find you know it's like like venom or like carnage saying his his tagline let there be carnage with a big music with a big musical like hit underneath it um you know with the volume jacked up uh like like this is the money shot of the movie like like sincerely right like like really treating it like this WWE kind of like like just balls to the wall like uh, sincere kind of selling it. Um, you either love it or you don't. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Some people love it and that's fine. I don't. I don't hate it. Um, I still kind of feel like you know. Uh, I'm glad these movies are brief because as much as I love Tom Hardy and as much as there are some laughs and some some fun stuff in these films, it's just a setup for and let's get to the fucking Spider-Man stuff already. Like mm-hmm. like like I, I, on his own, it's just not enough for me, right? Like it's 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 good. It's not bad. I'm not shitting on it. I I don't I hope I'm not shitting on it, but um Venom's interesting because of Spider-Man. So let's get to Spider-Man. That's that's all. That's my my take on on it. Uh, mostly my top line take. Mm. Um, but as far as this film goes, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson um, again, like just embracing the comic booky ness of the character, um, and 
Uh, you know, everybody's saying, oh, uh, now he's doing his natural born killers thing. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe a little bit, maybe the voice a little bit, but I didn't really feel that. I felt this was more like a character from uh, Sin City or something. I, I, it's its own kind of thing, uh, mm-hmm. but like two dimensional. And fine. Um, his girlfriend, Shriek, um, well, spoiler alert. Uh, they introduce mutants into the MCU yeah. with this film. Yeah. Um, and they do it so casually and backhandedly. Um, she, you know, she uh, Shri- mutating or something like that. Yeah. She said, my mutation is becoming, is advancing too fast mm-hmm. and my powers are too strong. I'm too powerful. Shriek is a character from the comic book. She has the same powers as Banshee. Yeah. She has a sonic blast scream. <clears throat> same as black canary. Um, uh, and she's a mutant, and and so here's how that this movie pulls off introducing mutants into the MCU. Um, in the beginning of this movie, this is a separate universe from the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. And in this universe, mutants are just a thing. They introduced the Ravencroft facility from the Spider-Man comics. In this, Ravencroft is the Arkham Asylum of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so much stuff between Spider-Man and Batman is like com- like has direct crossovers. Um, Ravencroft is Arkham Asylum. Uh, they keep the supervillains there in the Spider-Man universe. It's you know it's also from X-Men and it's been in lots of different Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's f- in this in in this movie it's from the venom universe right in the beginning of this movie we're in the venom universe yeah. right um so uh, here we go it's an easy introduction of mutants into the mcu because um i'm going to spoil the the after credit scene now <laughs> uh i'm jumping way ahead here but mm-hmm. this is what i want to talk about um we get the scene at the end of the movie where uh where where Brock takes off kind of like David Banner Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of exactly like the Hulk mm-hmm. uh he takes off to like some far off Mexico beach um and you know he's in hiding basically mm-hmm. um and they're lying in bed and um they're having an interesting conversation i think this is the most interesting part of this scene the one that people aren't talking about enough mm-hmm. um <clears throat> Venom tells Brock, Eddie Brock, that he has all of this knowledge from the multiverse. Uh, So much knowledge that his human mind could never comprehend it. It would melt his brain or whatever to try to understand even a fraction of it. Mm -hmm. So here we go. We're talking about the multiverse and we're talking about how the Venom symbiotes are multiversal species, right? No. Just before you continue, I didn't. I didn't yeah. take it that way. I took it. He said you wouldn't understand um, where I come from in this universe. Is the way I remember it. And uh, he was like, "Well, I can show you." And he's like, "That's when he was like, your brain couldn't handle all of it, so I'm going to show you a part of it." Yes, that's what he said. Right. But he did say multiverse. I don't remember you hearing the word multiverse, but go on. He, he said, I think he said across multiple universes, okay. but, um, but I, took it was it, I took it a different way, but anyways, go on. Um, but then he said he was going to try to show him a little bit mm-hmm. and, and then he like concentrated, but then he said it didn't work, but 
there was this orange light. Did you catch the orange light that yeah. flashed through the room? Yeah. And then the whole room changed. Yeah. Then he was in a different hotel room. He was in a nice hotel instead of a shitty one. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the TV comes on and it's J. Jonah Jameson from the end of Spider-Man Far From Home yeah. uh, uh, giving up Peter Parker's secret identity. And then in corny, corny Venom comic book, uh, almost Saturday morning cartoon uh, show style, I'd say mm. Venom licks Peter Parker on the TV screen and says he looks delicious. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, I think it's I think it's clear from that scene that that Venom is going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home, and he's going to be because the movie ended with. Venom and Eddie Brock deciding that they were going to be the lethal protector, a superhero. They decided mm -hmm. they were going to go on the road and be a superhero, right? right. Um, then they show up in this other universe because the orange light like somehow transported them to the MCU. Mm -hmm. Venom is in the MCU at the end of this movie. Yeah. Um, and they are presented with Spider-Man as a murderer on television. Yeah. So they think he's a villain. Yeah. So part of how everything is going to be messed up in the beginning of Spider-Man No Way Home, part of the reason he wants Doctor Strange to do the spell is because this creature, this alien symbiote creature, Venom, who thinks he's a superhero, is going to be hunting him down to try to kill him because he thinks he's a murderer. Mm. Um is, is what I take from this scene. And that's all super, super cool. Um, and I, I think it's the entire reason that we had two Venom movies already, right? I just, I, I'm glad we're there. I'm glad, I, I feel like it's a, it was a huge jump, right? It's a huge leap. There was mm -hmm. nothing else, nothing else indicating we were going there during this movie. So it was a massive leap to throw this in this end credit scene. Yeah. But I'm great I'm grateful for it at the same time. Like yeah, for I think sure. I think yeah, let's go full speed ahead. I'm in. So, uh I'm just going to tell you this But you is, took it different. This is what I took from that scene. Okay. So in the Spider-Man Far From Home um uh trailer, Doctor Strange is obviously casting a spell, right? And then he casts the spell and a big like whoosh goes across everything, right? And the way I took it is that's the, that's that's exactly where um Venom gets where caught Venom crossed over into right. this multiverse. It's right. Doctor Strange's spell right. that brought him into this multiverse. That's right. how that's how I took that. Right. Right, so because he started. Is that, to, is, that, is that how you still think about it mm, after you've had time? Yeah, yeah, no, because there's okay. that part. There's that part when he's like, "I'll show you, like whatever the universe," and then he's like, "What was that?" And he's and you hear Venom say, "I don't know. It that work. wasn't they that said, wasn't me." Yeah, they said it didn't work, and I and I think that's interesting. I, I do wonder if maybe there is some. Um, some switcheroo there, some twist mm -hmm. to to that. Like, did it actually have something to do with what Venom was going to show Eddie Brock? But the other thing about that is, um, I think the most important question there is, the broadcast that they're seeing on television, mm -hmm. is that the same broadcast 
from the end of Far From Home because yeah, people are saying people are saying it is. So yeah. if that's the case, it can't be from Doctor Strange's spell because the ending of Far From Home is before that scene in Doctor Strange. True. Right? True. No, I get what you're saying. So but, that leads me to believe. But isn't that so he did say he wanted to erase that everybody knew him. So yes. I think that's where the flip was, but maybe he didn't go back far enough that everybody didn't know him. Maybe. Because but he was, because remember he was like interrupting the spell. So maybe Peter Parker fucked up the spell by interrupting Dr. Strange while he was casting it. And in that respect, he didn't go back far enough that people would forget who he was. Okay, maybe I don't know. Um, but my what I think though is when Doctor Strange casts his spell, he says uh, reality is starting to come apart at the seams, mm-hmm. and then and then he says the multiverse is something we understand so very little about. So I don't I don't know that they actually indicate that the spell didn't work. I just think it's that the spell broke reality, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. My feeling is that, like chronologically, they wouldn't be seeing the TV, the scene on the TV screen after they cross universes, if the spell was what brought them across. Mm. the 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 broadcast would have already happened, probably a couple of weeks before that. I think it's more likely what happened here is the events of Loki crossed universes. Mm. Um, at the at the end of Loki, when they show all the universes crossing, right. all the timelines crossing, I think it's that moment where Eddie Brock's Venom's universes crosses over with the MCU, and I think at that moment we not only get Venom, but we get all the Venom universe in the MCU. Now, I bet you we're I bet you we're going to get Ravencroft. I bet you we're going to get mutants. I bet you we're going to get the X Men. Mm. Um, all from this, right. but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's just my, my take on it anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll find out. What is it? December? What was it? 21st? I think it was, it was just before Christmas. Uh, I don't know the exact Probably. date. Let me see. Spider-Man release date. December 17th. We shall see. Um, So that is very exciting. Uh, This Spider-Man movie is going to be balls to the wall, nuts. Um, Sorry, I think for sure Tobey Maguire and the other guy are in it. Mm -hmm. Um, The other two Spider-Mans. Andrew Garfield. Yes. Um, I think so too. Yeah, I think that leaked footage of him is legit, of mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield on, on the set. Um, and uh, we already know their villains are in the movie, so it totally makes sense that they would be in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse was such an amazing movie. Of course you would go and do a live-action uh, version of the same kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. it totally made it. Yeah, totally. Let's get psyched about Spider-Man for sure. Yes. Um while we're at it. Anyway, <sighs> Venom. 
uh, it was good, you know, and Carnage was Carnage and fun, and, um, uh, you know, their fighting was fun. There were lots of funny jokes in this movie, yeah. um, very similar to the jokes in the first movie, but 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 still fun, still good. Um, you know, uh, I I highly recommend it. Anyway, um, oh, you highly recommend but, Venom. Um, sure. I, yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I can highly recommend it without loving it. Yeah, right. I, fair. I, I like it a lot and I think it's important viewing for things that we will love. So for things that are, um, for things that are coming that are going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is good homework. So I do highly recommend it. Um, as a film, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. No, okay. 7 out of 10. I give it a seven. Sorry. I took 0.5 away. Right there, uh, last moment. Yeah. Uh, but seven out of ten is a good. It's a good rating. It's a good rating. I mm-hmm. do. I, I like this movie, and I'm glad we're getting to the meat of why we're here. Right. Um. I too. I was. I. I did enjoy this film. Um. It was a popcorn flick. It's. It wasn't <coughs> like, you know. Again, it's not going to win any Oscars. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't written. Um, it wasn't written to be a, a complex story. Um, yeah, I didn't like that girl that played Shriek. Yeah, uh, me neither. Yeah, she was. I don't know. There was something about her. Uh, I feel like she was like trying too hard or something. She she was kind of like a WWE character. Yeah, yeah. just like two two dimensional, goofy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She just she was just trying too hard. I, I I wasn't I wasn't a fan of her. Um maybe if they got a different actress in it, maybe I would have liked it. But um I did like I thought what's his face was good. Um um Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, thank you. Uh I thought he was good in it. Uh I yeah. did like Carnage. Um he I, I love the fact that there was like parts where he was like uh, where Venom was afraid of him. He's like, I can't beat this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, huh. Like I said, fun film. I, I, I would recommend it as well, but I would only recommend it if you are a fan of the first film. If you, if you actually like, if you didn't hate the first film, if you actually kind of liked it or even liked it, then I would recommend. Then you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. go yeah. into this one because yeah. it was like you said, it was very similar to the first film. Um, same, like like you said, same locations for the most part. Um, there was some, I guess, like a little bit more depth to this character this time around. Uh, especially with the part when they like broke up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I thought that scene uh, we didn't really talk about, but when he goes to the rave or whatever, I thought that was great. <laughs> that was yeah, really it funny. was great. It was funny. Yeah, that, yes. was, that was a good scene. Yes, um, that was funny. Right. He grabbed the mic and was like all awkward and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. but yeah, no. Um, and I think I'm sitting same as you. I would say seven out of ten. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely worth watching if you're an MCU fan just for that mid credit or that post or yeah mid credit scene. Yeah. Um, I didn't stick around to the very very end. There was nothing at the end, right? Because I checked uh, I checked the app oh, no. credits no. app and it just no. told me that there was something in the mid credits. So that's yeah, there wasn't a, there wasn't another scene. Yeah, okay, that's why we bolted just for like basically right after that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, no, um, yeah. yeah, seven out of ten for me as well. Word up, word up, word up. All right then, let's move on. Venom, let there be carnage. We recommend it. Go see it and mm-hmm. bring on Spider-Man in December. Yes. Let's get it oh, on. So, let's get it on. So let's get it on. And then continuing in Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. After that, like, oh, this this. Uh, this phase of the MCU is is turning out uh, is is building itself up to be something wicked cool, wicked mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but I want to talk about something else wicked cool that's coming soon, Kev. Uh, and we're both gonna we're both gonna talk about one upcoming movie that we're both personally super stoked and entrenched in because we both have one right now coming up very soon. And for me, of course, it is. On October 22nd, Kevin, Mm -hmm. finally, finally, we will see Denis Villeneuve's Dune, and I am so excited. Um, It has been out in Europe uh, for a couple of weeks now. Um, um, Let me see what the box office take is on it was so far. It was strong in Europe. Um... I know. Let me see what the numbers are right now on Box Office Mojo, if they have it. Uh, yeah, it's already taken in 103 million 900 thousand worldwide. Um, so, you know, if it takes in 100 million, 150 million uh, in the U.S., um, you know, that's uh, that's I think that's easily going to justify making the sequel, um, mm. especially since it's getting killer reviews uh people are crapping their pants over this talking about it like on the level of um the lord of the rings right. uh the peter the peter jackson lord of the rings film um and uh man i i i i will i will i will admit something to you kevin um there is a cam version uh of this film uh Don't do out it. there you can Don't get it, it on pirate bay do not do it Kev, I downloaded it don't and do it. Don't do it. I watched. I watched the first thirty seconds. Uh, I did it. I, okay. I watched the first thirty seconds, yeah. um, and I stopped because, like, at the thirty-second moment, um, it started to go a little bit past what I had already seen in trailers, um, and 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 the chills were hitting me so hard, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks so good. It's gonna be so good. I I pressed stop and I deleted the file. It's, I'm not gonna watch that cam version before I see this on a beautiful IMAX screen. Um, but dude, I'm just I'm so hyped for this movie and uh, uh, I can't wait to talk about it and dissect it. And um, uh, I know I believe in my heart that you know I don't think it's gonna be the biggest box office success. Uh, of the year, even maybe. Um, but I, I believe that it's going to be so good. It's going to have strong word of mouth. It's going to do well enough that we're going to get the sequel, um, because it is only the first half of the first book. Mm-hmm. And, um, Denis Villeneuve made it intending to make the second half. And Warner brothers just said, uh, yeah, we will, as long as it doesn't totally bomb. Um, so, uh, Knockwood, I think that's where we're going, Kev. Um, right. I know you're not a big Dune uh, fanatic yourself. Um, <laughs> it, did you see the David Lynch film from um, the 80s? I th- yeah, like back in the day, I remember uh, watching it. And uh, last year when they um, announced this uh, remake, 
coming. Uh, I remember I tried to rewatch the original, but I'm sorry, buddy. I tried. Can't, I can't tried and failed. I can't do it. Kev, I want to make you. Uh, uh, I, I think it. we got to watch it. I think we got to watch it before we go see this. Um, uh, I, I think you can. I think I, I think I can inspire <laughs> you or force you. Um, I think we can do it. Um, it's very soon, though. Uh, who knows if we'll even record another podcast before we see it. Our next mm-hmm. episode might be reviews of Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, how awesome would that be? Anyway, well, I'm, there, I'm very there, excited. There is another movie coming out before it. With that That's right. I'm stoked about. Kev, hit me with it because you know what? This is a movie, this is a series of films that we probably don't talk about enough. And Mm. I know that this is a series of films that is close to your heart. Um, I I consider you to be actually an expert. I think maybe out of anybody that I know, you might be the foremost expert in the Halloween films. Am I wrong? uh, I'll be honest. Well, I wouldn't call myself an expert. But I definitely sat down and watched every single one of them more more than once. <laughs> and um, this this franchise is so so messed up. <laughs> like if you sit down and watch them, there is zero continuity through from like part one to like um, all the way up to like the like Rob Zombie films, right? There's like zero. Absolutely continuity. agreed. It's Absolutely all over agreed. the place. Uh, yep. Clearly, like, uh, people ignored the films before them. They tried different things. They tried to make Mike Myers this cult <laughs> hero, like, figure. But it and, was like... Yeah, it was just They tried over. to make a new a new sequel to the first one and pretend like all the other ones never well, happened. Well, that's what I appreciate about this new film. So right. um, they basically ignored everything in the middle because it was so fucked up with the... Uh, like, put it this way. At one point, uh, Lori Strode's had a daughter, or sorry, had a son, and now she has a now she has a daughter. Um, yeah. She died. She came back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like yeah. zero continuity. So, anyways, yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that they went from Halloween to Halloween 2019. Uh, I right. loved Halloween 2019. I've watched that movie multiple times, right. and I am stoked. I am so on board for Halloween Kills. Uh, apparently, it's over the top. It's crazy graphic violence. Um, it's just—it's supposed to be just a complete fucking fest. <laughs> Michael Myers right just goes on a rampage in this one, right and uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, my only grudge with this film, and um, I don't know if you knew this, but they were actually releasing it on streaming the same day oh yeah oh i did not know that yeah no. so uh Bummer. jason blum uh is it jason blum yeah if i remember correctly he yeah. he decided to release it on streaming because of freaky because freaky apparently didn't do so well uh in the box office and he kind of like regrets the fact that he didn't put it on streaming right away yeah. and all this stuff so anyways you know what? He's uh, doing it with Halloween truth, Kills, and I have a truth feeling... be told, they're doing the same thing with Dune. Yeah, oh, Dune, okay, I didn't know Dune, that. Dune is going to be on on uh, uh, what? Is, it's no. What's the Warner Brothers one? Well, this oh, is going to be on Peacock. Uh, apparently, I believe Halloween Kills, I believe, is on Peacock, which right. is NBC. No, I think I think I think Dune is HBO Max. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, I didn't know that they were releasing it uh, same day as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're doing that with uh, Halloween Kills, which kind of kills my vibe a little bit, but not enough for me not to watch the movie. 
Um, right. And like I said, at first I thought they were doing that maybe because they didn't have faith in the movie. But then I found out it was because of Freaky. Uh, Freaky was actually really good, too. Did you watch that? It's no. kind of like a Freaky Friday, but a Halloween, uh, but a, uh, a horror version of it, essentially, where instead yeah. of um, a mom and a daughter, it's like a serial killer and uh, and a high school kid <laughs> switch bodies. It's That's actually it. really funny. Vince Vaughn is really good in that film. <laughs> he right. plays a 16-year-old girl like no man can ever. Nice. But anyways, I highly recommend Freaky if you if you haven't seen it. But anyways, okay. uh, back to Halloween Kills. Yeah, no, I'm super stoked. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, comes out uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. So, all right, um, yeah, October fifth. You know what, Kev? I'm gonna watch it too, just so yeah. I can review it with you, Sounds and good. so we can review it for our listeners because I know a lot of people like this series, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that I myself don't give it any attention, but I should, mm-hmm. and I will. Um, so let's uh, let's go, Mike Myers. Let's chop yeah. some people up. Chop. Let's let's Sub. get stabby stabby. <laughs> <laughs> let's stab a bitch up in here. Boom! God. I'm super excited about the trilogy in general. So, cool. yeah, okay. Halloween uh, Rise is the next. Is the last one. Night. So obviously they're finally gonna kill Michael Myers <laughs> nice. for for however long until they decide to make another film. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring uh, back Friday the Thirteenth already. Apparently, uh, what's his face won the court case, so uh, he has the rights nice. to Friday the Thirteenth again. So come on, bring back Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. That's what I. That's what. That's where I give shine. it to Quentin Tarantino. Or something. Oh my God, you just totally just made me bust in my pants wouldn't that be great <laughs> that would be amazing quentin tarantino and then jason <laughs> quentin tarantino dialogue and then jason right stab, jason oh stab. Fucking so and then body through the window <laughs> quentin tarantino dialogue Boom. like come on only if you if they cast christoph waltz as um like some oh. doctor that's after no 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 as the as the as the crazy old man in town who oh warns the kids not to go out into those woods you'll be doomed yes yes <laughs> oh shit that's awesome. oh man i could write the shit out of a, of a friday the 13th <laughs> sequel man me and Absolutely. me and steve me and steve and our roommates back at hq man yeah. we would regularly have friday the 13th marathons that was our yeah. jam not awesome. like we, we watched halloween as well uh but it was not in anywhere nearly highly yeah. in our hearts yeah. as friday the 13th yep, I like agree. i could write essays I on actually started writing a friday the 13th character. treatment i'm not gonna lie yeah oh me too <laughs> me yeah. too i was I was ready to write uh, part 13. Yeah, um, there you go. Uh, I had a whole outline, uh, and I still would today. I would love to. That would be fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'd bring back Kevin Bacon for sure. <laughs> but he died. <laughs> but <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. He could play a Did different he? character. Did he, Kev? Yeah, Are exactly. we sure? He could play a different sure? character. Hey, it happened with, um, what's his face? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp yep. was in um, the final um nightmare on elm street quote that's unquote. Right. um that's right. he was on he was in a commercial but he was he right. still came right. back right so there you go uh dune dune I is think... sitting at an 89 percent on rotten tomatoes okay. i didn't mention that um right. anyway Thanks. um 
right. So Halloween think, Kills, uh, we're yeah. gonna, we're gonna we're gonna be down for that. Yep. Another thing I didn't mention uh, about Venom, another spoiler, but something you might have mentioned, something you might have caught uh, was that cop character at the end of the big fight, um, his eyes turning. Yeah, uh, like bright like blue or whatever. Blue or whatever. Yeah, I, um, I didn't know what were, that was about. They were telling you that the symbiote is in him now, mm-hmm. and he is going to become another symbiote character from the comics, a more one that is way more powerful than Venom and Carnage, uh, called Toxin. Okay. So we can look forward to that coming uh, in the future of the Spider-Man Venom verse as well. Uh, I forget the name of that actor who played that cop character, but I love him. He was yeah. uh, he was he in, was from uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he was also in Snatch. That's why I recognize yeah. him from. Yeah, great actor. <clears throat> yeah, um, so we'll we'll look forward to his performance as uh, the next symbiote toxin uh, in the in the comics. Venom and Carnage and Spider Man had to team up to beat Toxin. He was so powerful. Okay. Anyway. Nice. Anyway. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up episode uh, 83? I think uh, I think I'm good. Uh, I think we talked about right. what I want to talk about. So. Do we have any listener uh, questions or comments uh, this evening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, line one here is blinking. It's been blinking for a while, but uh, let's see. Uh, you're on the air with uh, Jaren Cut. That's the end? <laughs> That's right, Ms. Jackson, because <laughs> I am nasty. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 83 of Tool for this podcast. Come back and check us out for episode 84 when we'll be talking about Halloween Kills. Uh, maybe Dune, maybe not yet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, um, for me and, and from, from, from DJ Kevy Kev, mm-hmm. uh, nothing left to say but just chill. Till the next episode. Mm-hmm.